Uh, First-time guests, welcome, especially to this Sunday here at the Harbor. We're so glad that you're here. My name's Darren. This is my wife, Wendy, and we're just honored. Come on, let's give it up. We're honored that you would spend some of your Sunday with us, and as Jeremiah mentioned, if you could take one of those connection cards out of the bucket that's being passed and turn it into our welcome center in the lobby. Lots happening here this summer as we lead into the fall. In just a minute, I want to give you some summer updates, and then we're going to have an exciting uh, conversation about some amazing news happening here um, at the Harbor Church. And so, welcome. We're so glad that you're present with us today. Now, first announcement, which is probably one of the most awesome announcements ever, is that today is Wendy's birthday. Wow. So... Trust me when I say this, the world got a whole lot better when she came into it, and uh, even more better when she came into my life. So we, we honor you today on your birthday and say happy birthday. So she's, she's been laid out for seriously the last seven days with this crazy cough. She couldn't sleep at night. And finally, I had this revelation, let's call a doctor. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's check with the doctor. So she actually called in this, a friend of ours, doctor, called in this prescription for uh, inhaler. Albuterol, like an inhaler. Yeah, albuterol. I don't know what that is. It sounds like fun. Um, anyhow, so that helped her last night, so she was able to get a good night's sleep. So. I just want to do something, and it's a little out of the norm, but because I was sick all week, um, you know, it just gave you a new perspective on our health. And so I just want to, can I do something for my birthday? And I just want to see somebody healed today. And so... I really do. So if you've had sickness in your body this week or you've been struggling with that, I just, just, w- just want you to raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Come on. God's going to do something this week. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a prayer for my birthday. And as a gift, I just, I just know that the Lord's going to answer it. So, Lord, I just thank you so much for everyone here this morning that has their hand raised, Lord, that came not feeling well, God. And I just thank you for when we sing that song, the breath of, of, of the Lord is in our lungs, Lord. I pray that in each of their bodies, God, I thank you that um, by your stripes we're healed, Jesus. And Lord, I just, I just pray a special blessing of health and life over each one this morning. And thank you, God, that you, um, you restore. And we just, we just love them and we bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Could we sing happy birthday to Wendy? Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Come on, Brazilians, help us out. Happy birthday, dear Wendy. Happy birthday to you. Come on, let's give it up for this beautiful daughter of the king. Yeah, what a special day. So I want to just share a couple of of Harbor Summer announcements before we get into our conversation today. And... um, I want to start off by saying thank you. We have had an amazing team working so hard every single week. You guys may not know this behind the scenes with our live stream, but we're going to give our friends a break this summer from our live stream. Podcasts will still come out every week. So if you're not here, we understand, you know, a lot of us are traveling, but you can listen to the podcast online. It will be posted in the following week, but no live stream. So guess what? That means you have to come to church on Sunday. Praise the Lord. 
I know that's a novel idea, but actually being present in the community of the redeemed. But we understand that life is busy. We'll be traveling a little bit this summer. And so it's nice to have that live stream. But I want to say a huge shout out um, to Matt Pooch-Ferrin and the rest of the team that worked under Samuel to take our live stream to the level that's at. So good. Let's give it up for those guys. Amazing. So, all right. Um, Cafe, Anchor Cafe, maybe you're thankful for the Anchor Cafe, just a place to connect, so awesome, incredible team there under Megan, and Felicia's been helping to head that up, and we're just going to be doing a little bit of a, a, a softening on our cafe in terms of just giving that team a little bit of a reprieve, so we'll be open in the mornings before service, but no cafe after service, which is okay because we kind of connect in the, in the lobby, in the ministry center and stuff, so just be aware of that, that's going to be happening. And then also we are going to be actually giving free coffee this summer. So you don't have to pay for the coffee, so come on in, help yourself. John's applauding that. He's happy about it. John Hom, everybody. Um, anyhow, praise the Lord for that. It's going to be good. Free coffee back in the Anchor Cafe. Um, small groups, I think you guys already know this, but we're taking a, a, our normal break for the summer with our small groups. But there's lots of connection happening over the summer, and this is why it's so key for you to get signed up on our mobile app and, and, and be caught up to date with everything that's happening. We have um, a, a mommy's and, and little ones uh, group that's meeting, and so you can find out that information through Harbor Kids. It's, it's taking place kind of under Harbor Women over the course of the summer. And then men, the announcement this morning is this is the last Sunday um, today, I think it closes tomorrow to be a part of Top Golf happening this next Saturday. So take, go ahead on your mobile app and register for that. It's going to be an amazing time together. We've got an incredible group coming. So guys, uh, let's, let's jump in and have some fun together at Top Golf. Many of you may not be aware, but under our mobile app, I think this is important over summer months when we're, we, you know, we're maybe a little dishuffled. We might not be at Sundays as much or no small groups happening, but we have on our mobile app, uh, a, pay, a little page called Harbor Care. And that's a way that we can scale knowing what's happening in your lives. So if you're getting married, you know, you have a wedding coming up, you need help with that, you have, you know, a child that you want to see um, dedicated here, we call it a child celebration, or baptism is coming up in the fall, you want to be baptized, or you just need to talk to a pastor. If you could go under Harbor Care, prayer requests also, like let us know what's happening in your lives. How many of you know we're family and we want to stay connected even in busy seasons like summertime may be? And you're not alone, like we're with you. Like it's just a practical way that we can field those needs and then try to meet those needs as you may have them, okay? So Harbor Cap, who, who, who still has uh, a need to download the mobile app? If you could just say, hey, that's me. Do it. It's really a great tool because I actually use, the, I go to the mobile app probably more than I do the website because on the mobile app, you can, you can listen to the messages right from there. You can, you know, find out all the information, look at calendaring and stuff. It's a great, great tool. So check out the whole mobile app as well. All right. And then the last thing I want to say is make preparation in your heart to get connected to this house on a deeper level by getting involved. And I, I really feel something tremendously powerful is happening um, in our body, in our community, tons of momentum, um, amazing stuff rolling out in the fall. And you're here for such a time as this. So get connected, sign up. And one of the ways that you can consider, you know, getting involved is, is leading a small group yourself. And if that's an interest, if you're like, listen, I have a passion to engage other people, 
You know, I want to see others brought into the kingdom of God. I want to see others feel a part of a family, receive mentorship, discipleship, friendship in their lives. Put on the the small group page, hey, interest in small group, and we want to connect with you. We want to engage you and have an interview um, with you, you know, concerning that possibility in the future. So get connected, all right? So listen, we're going to include you guys this morning as a a congregation. It's a little different service, so if you're a guest here today, um, welcome. So glad that you're here. This is going to be a little bit different, but it's really exciting. And you'll get to see how we do family here at the harbor. Family is a huge value, and because of that, I say it's good to be us. It's good to be us, you know? And this is how the kingdom works or should work. It should work as a family. It should work filled with tons of love and blessing and grace over each of our lives and our relationships. And the kingdom of God in bodies of Christ should advance, should move forward, should see new territory taken. Do you agree? And, and life and health and, and blessing and all those things happen within the, within the community of God. And, and today is one of those days. Today is the day that we get to celebrate and bring you into a conversation that's, that's been happening for over three years now. And specifically, we've been given really primary attention to it within the last six months. And so we want to include you into that conversation. And we're going to do so by inviting Samuel and Ariel up to the stage. Could you guys come and join us? And as they do, could you give them a huge hand clap of praise? Awesome. So good to have Samuel and Ariel up here with us today. We actually have sat on this stage uh, several times in our, in our journey. Um, a while back, we actually um, initiated some conversations that were really, really helpful uh, I think for our community and for the, the season that we find ourselves in in the earth. And, and today is a different conversation, but I think it's going to be a blessing to you guys as our community, as our body, as we share some really exciting news that's happening in their lives. And who's been around Harbor for, I'm actually almost afraid to ask this question, for more than five plus years? I know we have so many new people, but you look around, there's some veterans here. And around that time or so, we actually... Um, This is before Samuel was on staff. He's been on staff three and a half years now, going into his fourth year, if he's rounding out the rest of this year. But around five years ago or so, maybe a little bit more, um, we brought them up on this very stage um, because we wanted to share with you a calling that they had felt on their lives to plant a church in New Jersey. There was this desire to be a senior pastor of a church, and we had them come up on the stage, and we shared that with our community and we, you know, intentionally gave ourselves, especially Samuel and Ariel, to, to putting a plan together to see that happen. I'm going to let Sham share all of the details uh, here in just a minute, but to put that plan into, hap- uh, into, into execution. And the long and short of it is, which you'll hear more from him in a minute, is that the door just didn't fully open for that to, that to transpire. And so round about uh, the end of 2015 going into 2016, we needed a, a staff member, and the gift mix for that staff member that we needed perfectly fit Samuel, St. Fleur, and Ariel as a complement to that reality. And we brought him onto this team. And I said this yesterday to our core leaders. I said it was one of the best decisions that we've ever made here at the Harbor Church to bring them into leadership in this community. Incredible. Incredible journey. 
Because I want to say this about them. These are really safe people, people that can be trusted, obviously gifted in Jesus. But the season that we were in at the time, like what they carried, I know Wendy and I needed, our community needed, our team needed. And there was an amazing transition for them into staffing with us January 2016. But I'm going to let Samuel pick it up from there because there's some exciting things that have been brewing um, in his heart for a little while now. We've been having some conversations about that. So Samuel, would you share with us? Check, check. Good morning, guys. Um, Just like Darren said, we're going to kind of invite you into a conversation. But more importantly, um, it's a chance for us to invite you into our story. And the as often as I share this part of my story, I'm just always reminded by the ways in which God shapes us and just works in our lives. Sometimes we're just so unaware of it. And it is so easy for us to be bystanders and spectators of our own lives. It's almost as if life happens to us. But I think there is moments where God invites us into that shaping process. So this kind of began for me, one of the biggest decisions of my life was to move down here from New Jersey in 2005. And I moved down here that year, married Ariel, the best decision of my life, yes. without a doubt. I just want to sing, Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder right now. If I, yeah. if, if I had a voice, I'd do it. But anyway, <laughs> moved down here in, in 2005, and that was the beginning of the next chapter of our lives. So shortly after moving down here was when we joined the Harbor Church, and amazing journey. Like when I first joined the church, I just got a part of the worship team. Big shout out to Justin, if he's in the room. Um, some of the best moments of my life, you know, playing bass guitar back here and and serving in other areas within the church. Several years into being a part of the family, um, we took a trip to Israel in 2010, and that was one of those trips that has forever marked us as, as a couple, as a family, and me personally, as a man. Um, some things happened on that trip that I would never forget. I could never forget. And one of them there was a moment where during our tour of the land, our tour guide took us to this Jewish settlement, and he told us about the origin of the settlement. And after World War II, some Jews, Jews went back to Israel, and they had this theme in their hearts, and the theme was captured in the statement, to build and to be built. When he said that sentence, something just happened on the inside of me, that at the time, I just, I, I didn't know what it was, but something stood out about that phrase. Thinking about that in retrospect, in 2002, I was a part of a church up in the Northeast in, in, in Pennsylvania, and I was kind of called and ordained into ministry that year. And during this one particular service, the pastor at the time um, as he was trying to really define how, how he felt God was going to use me in the, in the church, he, he gave me like a balance beam, a hammer, and a ruler, and he said, God's calling you to be a wise master builder. And I still have those items framed till this day. So when I heard that phrase in Israel, that concept of build just kind of stood out to me, and I 
really didn't know what it meant at the time, but I just kind of pocketed it. We came back from Israel, told my wife what happened, and at the time, I had felt and we had sensed that maybe God is calling us to actually plant a church. And at the time, I had always wanted to go back to New Jersey. That was home for me. All my family is there. All my friends are there. So we just prayed about, okay, is this what the Lord is calling us to do, to actually make this move to, to plant a church in New Jersey? So we, we found agreement with that, spoke to Darren and said, hey, this is kind of what happened in Israel. This is what we're feeling. And we said, okay, let's, let's, let's give ourselves to it. And we began a three- to five-year process to actually make that work. So during that time, I got more involved here at the Harbor Church. I did my due diligence. I was reading all the church planting books and going to all the conferences and, and you know, talking to other pastors that had, you know, done this just to learn and be responsible and started fundraising, had a video made. I even showed it here, I think, one Sunday. And once we got to the end of, of our plan, we just didn't have the momentum to make the move. And that was somewhat of a hard pill to swallow for me personally because I had worked so hard to really make this dream come to, um, come to fruition. But it just didn't work. We just weren't ready to make the move. But the door that did open was, was for us to actually come on staff here at the Harbor Church. And I remember as, as I was considering just that, that decision, it was such a hard decision for me. And I had spoke to Ariel about it, and luckily I have the luxury of being married to a therapist. So, it, so she gave me a free session and, and it helped me to process what I was kind of going through, you know. But some of her counsel was, this doesn't have to be an either or. Like, it doesn't have to be black and white. Perhaps this is a both and. And that really gave me such peace in my heart at the time. And because in my mind, what I thought was, I'm either going to have to pursue this dream, or I'm going to have to stay in Florida. But it really wasn't that at all. It was a time for, for us to, to have more time to prepare, to have more time to train, to have more time to learn. So came on staff January 2016 and, and began this journey. And a few months, about six months into my, into my staffing time was when my mom got re-diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And that's when the disorientation happened in my life. I, I, I didn't really know at the time what was happening to me, but things started to really shift in my heart. And I remember there was one time I was going to see her, and this was the first time where New Jersey did not feel like home to me. I mean, I was born there, raised there, major life experiences there. And now here I am, and it feels so foreign. And I had no idea what that meant at the time. It was hard for me to reconcile. It didn't really make sense. And looking back on that time now, I realized that I was beginning to grieve before my mom even passed away. Grief is a very complex thing. Um, And the way that I put it is uh, I was entering into the land of grief that every man must go. And those that are in that land have to invite other people into it. So I have stepped into this land of grief. And after my mom passed away, that's when everything changed. That's when I had this sense of homelessness, instability. I didn't know where I fit in the world because the most consistent, solid person in my life had transitioned. And 
everything was now in question. Everything was up in the air. I was now having to find my footing again in the world. So during that time, as I began to go through this process, I wasn't thinking about New Jersey. I wasn't thinking about planting a church. All I was thinking about was, I'm here at the Harbor Church. God's called me here, and I'm going to do everything I can to ensure that we could fulfill our mission to see transformation happen in South Florida. So time, talents, resources, I put it all. I mean, we have a strong value of, like, loyalty and commitment. So we were in, in, bought in, all in, we're doing this. During that process, there were just moments where as I was healing and as I was beginning to find stable ground again in life, the Lord started to just do some things in my heart where he was reminding me of the dreams and the desires I had on the inside. And it was almost as if he wanted me to pay attention. He wanted me to no longer be a bystander or a spectator of my own life, but to engage in what he was doing in me. And there were just different moments where it was just an undeniable moment where he wanted me to say, hey, Samuel, there's parts of you that you need to pay attention to. There's parts of who you are. There's parts of how I made you that you have, for whatever reason, locked up. But now is the time to give it oxygen and air to breathe. I didn't really have language for this experience at the time. I just knew there was just this, just this passion on the inside, this sense of restlessness. I didn't really know what it meant, but I just decided, okay, there's something happening. I don't have language for it, but in time, the Lord will reveal it. Alan Platt, who's been really like a spiritual father to us and an overseer over this house, he began to draw closer to us. And the way he would put it is, is he says that, that we put a demand on him in this season. We really needed him to be involved in our community. So he did. And as he drew closer, um, Darren told us as a team, he said, listen, if you guys want to meet with Alan Platt, he's available, he's here, feel free to reach out to him. And I took advantage of that. I asked him out for coffee and he said yes. So, so we went out and, and just began to talk. And my intent for that time was for him to just get to know me because I figured here's a, here's a guy who's, who's, who's coming closer to us to help us lead, and I wanted him to kind of get to know me because I thought getting to know me would, you know, kind of give him some context of who we are as a church. So as I kind of shared with him parts of my story like I'm doing this morning, he was just asking pointed questions. And at one point he said to me, He says, Sam, there's something in you that is not going to go away. And you need to just realize that. And we have to decide, what are we going to do with this? It's there. And as he shared his own story, I found so much of it resonated with me in terms of where I was at the time. So as we were just talking about this, and, and I was now getting language for what was happening on the inside, he said, okay, we need to talk about this some more. And he, I, and Darren began this dialogue about what was happening on the inside of me. I was still trying to figure it out, but over the course of our dialogue, things began 
to clear up, I had a little bit more clarity on what I thought was like really happening on the inside of me. And in our dialogues, we, we, we would have time where we would say, okay, let's, let's pause right here. Let's, you know, let's break for about a week or two. Let's come back and let's kind of reassess, okay, is this where we are? Is this what we're saying? Do we have agreement here? And we would say, yes, okay, let's, let's move forward. Let's kind of give this more language. Let's pause. Let's take another two weeks. So we would do that over the course of several months because we wanted to be sure that we knew what we were talking about and that we were in agreement on that. And as the dialogue continued, we invited some other people in. Anton, who's been like a right-hand man to Alan for over two decades, um, very, you know, wise man, and, and, and he began to give us more context and language and to start to formulate, okay, what are our next steps here? Because if this is what we're talking about, then how are we going to move forward here? What does this mean for you, Sam and Ariel, as a couple? And what, what does this mean for the harbor? Let's talk about that. Let's, let's bring it to the light and, and see where this goes. And again, we, we went back, we prayed, came back. Okay, is this, is this where we're at? Is this what we're saying? Is this, is this the consensus? And we said yes. So then we expanded the table more, brought in Wendy and Ariel and said, okay, this is what we've been talking about. This is the, um, the things that we have um, found agreement on and that we have consensus on. And there was more time for us now to, okay, let's go back again. Let's, let's kind of talk amongst ourselves and, and come back. Is this what we're saying? Is this what we're doing? Yes, this, this, is, this is what we're doing. And... Those were just critical moments for us as a couple, for me personally, for Darren and Wendy, because um, th- these were just major decisions and major moments. So where, where we have landed and where we have found agreement on is very soon Ariel and I will be transitioning out of the harbor. So we'll be transitioning out of our roles from a staffing standpoint. And then shortly thereafter, we'll be transitioning away from all involvement with the Harbor Church and in the Harbor Church, specifically the way that we've been doing it, so that we can take the next step in our, in our leadership and to find expression and placement for what we've been talking about these last six months. And this is the next step in, in our lives. This is the next chapter for us as a family, for me personally. And... It's a step of faith, and we're doing it together. We are following what we believe the Lord is calling us to do, and we have um, agreement with Darren and Wendy, with our staff, and, and we, we will be released to actually pursue this. And, and each time we kind of share the story, of course there is emotion because, you know, we've been here for over 13 years. So many, Darren and Wendy have been, in our lives for some of the most significant moments, um, the, the restoration of our marriage, the renewal of our vows, when my mom passed away. I mean, they, they were there. They were present. And for that, we're forever grateful. We'll never, ever forget that. Um, but now is the time for us to, to move on. 
And this will always be home for us. And what, what we've been saying to some of our team is that although we may not be playing on the same team, we'll be cheerleaders and vice versa. Um, because although we're not on the playing field, we're still cheering towards the same goal. And that's Amen. to see lives changed Amen. by Jesus. Now, we're not moving to New Jersey. We're still going to be in the South Florida context. So our, our leadership will find expression within this region. So we'll still be locking arms as, you know, just as co-laborers in the gospel here in South Florida. Um, my relationship with this house will not change. Still have deep love. Um, still cheering on. But now we're going to expand the game plan, so to speak. And it's, it's so amazing that, that God has marked this house in such a significant way that now we can take parts of us and sow into South Florida and see more lives changed. That's a blessing, you know, that we have so many gifted, called, anointed, special people here that we have the luxury in many ways to expand our tent pegs. And although it may not be, you know, under Harbor Banner, but it's under the Harbor Heart. There are some things that I have learned and um, incorporated into my life that will never change, that I've learned here. One of them is identity. That is now a tattoo on my heart. It is a part of our DNA. And everywhere we go, identity is the echo. It is the voice that we now speak into other people because we've learned it here, because we've grown into it here. And now we could actually give that to other people. And that's always been what we've been about here, you know. Um, so I'm going to give my wife the mic, see if you have anything to say right here. Thank you. Well, this is a challenging conversation to have. Um, but I do want to say that, um, just like Samuel said, you know, and I've said before, this is family. And while we may not necessarily have a physical presence, um, wherever we are, you have family as well. And I look at it as our family expanding. And just like Samuel said, we might not necessarily, it might not necessarily be branded harbor, but it's under the harbor heart. And... When you keep people in your heart, it doesn't matter if they're out of sight because they're always right here. And we carry you in our hearts. And um, yeah, we carry you in our hearts wherever we go. And um, we, just, we just bless you. It's been a blessing to be here. And Darren and Wendy, um, you know, this isn't goodbye. I'll just, let's just make that clear. This isn't like goodbye, right? It's just a, a transition and transformation in a different way where we'll experience each other in a different way. That's how I'm looking at it. And just, you know, in front of everyone here, just thank you for your leadership. Thank you for everything that you have meant to us and continue to mean to us and what you've poured into our lives. And um, this is just another chapter, a new adventure, um, a new expression, and we're just really grateful and thankful. And I will say, like I said before, one of the things that Darren excuse my voice, I've been struggling with that. Um, But one of the things that Darren teaches about has been multiplication. And this is an example of multiplication. And the goal is to be able to multiply, to expand, and to impact the culture, and to transform people and see people being transformed. And we're just living into that. 
and leaning into that and growing into that. And we just encourage the same for everyone else here. So I just want to say in front of everyone, thank you so much. And um, again, it's not goodbye. It's, you know, just taking a pause. And um, if I can, I do want to recognize a group of people here. I've wanted to do this for a minute, but um, Julie and the intercessors, the Tuesday night intercessors, can you guys please stand? One of the scriptures, stay standing, because I want everyone to look around and see who you are. Um, one of the scriptures that I love is Isaiah 62, 6, and it says that, the, O Jerusalem, I've, I've placed watchmen on your walls. And watchmen, they are significant in that they're keeping watch, <clears throat> excuse me, they're keeping watch, and they're also able to sound the alarm to say whether or not friend or foe is coming. They go into places in the spirit that others don't, or are afraid to, or not equipped to. And they bring back messages, and they also encourage. And a lot of times, what you see manifest is a result of the prayers that they have prayed. Right? We have family members, we have friends that pray for us, we pray for others, but they have been the wall watchers for this house. And I know many have reached out to them individually to ask for personal prayer, and that's, that's part of the process. But remember them, and if you don't know them, get to know them, or at least capture a face or a name in your mind, and in your private moments, pray for them. Because those that encourage, those that support, they need encouragement and support as well. And we just honor you for being wall watchers over this house, and thank you. I think the last thing I'll say is it's... And I, I think it's similar to what I started with, is um, every life here is a story. And we have the privilege to be a part of each other's story. And it's been an honor for us to be a part of the harbor story and for the harbor to be now a part of our story. And there, there will be a time where we'll look back on this and say, man, wasn't that awesome? You know, and this is our story. So we love you all. Wow. Wow, I have such mixed emotions, you know, it's so bittersweet, but I'm so excited, really, because I know what transition means, you know, I know what transition has meant in our life, whether it was 95 going from the business world into the ministry, or back in 2001 when it seemed super scary to move to a place that we've never been before and do something we had no idea what we were doing, but God was in it. And through those times, God teaches you so much, has taught us so much. And so I'm so excited for you, Sam and Ariel, what God is going to do in this next season. Though I know you have this excitement, I know there's this, like, wow, this is kind of scary feeling too, all at the same time. But listen, we know the giftings and calling that God has placed on your life. Come on, first, first and foremost, you're just a gift to us. You're a gift to the body of Christ. And the things that you carry in you, Sam, like your humor and your wisdom, how you regulate um, on the word of God is so amazing. You have such a teaching gift, such an anointing over your life to take the word and bring it forth in like 3D. It's like one of those pop-up books. And, and Ariel, the wisdom that you have and that you carry, 
um, you, you, you carry like justice. You're so, you're so balanced in how you think and how you perceive and, and just and how you love people. You love deeply. And, um, and I know that so many people in our body have, have been blessed by your counsel in such, a, such an amazing way. And so we're so thankful for you. And I told you before, I said, I know you said this is home. I said, you know, you might be leaving home, but you always have a family. You know, when you get out there and y'all start your own ministry, you phone a friend. <laughs> you know, and we're always going to be here for the good times and the bad times. Is, and we're so excited. It's all about multiplicity. Um, we've, we always talk about it, multiplying ourselves. And y'all y'all have done it and will continue to do it. And we love you so much. Thank you for letting us be part of your story. Amen. That's well said. Just, just to wrap up this time, I, I want to I just extend a little more honor here because to whom honor is due, um, it, it's appropriate in these moments. And I also want to point out as your pastor that this is a significant moment in the life of our church and I think in the body of Christ and what's busy happening within our region. Um, transition within churches historically has not been a pretty thing. And I think there's two sides to it. There's proper and, and healthy and honoring transition on the ones that are transitioning, and then proper and healthy honoring of the leadership in the church that is helping those ones transition. And I want to say that they have done this in such a stellar, honorable, functional way. True story. Like, come on. And just to, just to let you know, when Sam came on staff, he had made a two-year commitment. That was it. I mean, we had, we had had this plan for New Jersey. He said, listen, I will do this because I know you guys need what I carry. This house, the, the timing of this is perfect, and we all were in agreement with that. But it was a two-year commitment, and that two years rolled into three and then rolled into three-plus and what I saw, even in the midst of this stuff that was surfacing in his heart, and Alan was kind of pulling out of him, he stayed and is currently still focused on what his assignment is here to write to the very, very end. And I want to say that is super rare. Trust me. When your heart starts to be given, give life to something else in a different direction, I don't see too many people navigate that space very, very well. And I want to say that Samuel has done that. Ariel has done that. Like, uh, even to my amazement, I've at times even said, bro, like, oh, you, t-, you know, like, it, I, I'm, me, if it was me, I would have, I would have been, you know, I'm just like all or nothing in, in one direction. That's how I'm, I'm made. But he was able to just really navigate that space well. The other thing is, like, you guys got to understand, this is a 13-year, not only relationship, but friendship. I mean, we've traveled the world together. We've done life together. Um, and you know what? There's, there's, how many of you know there's, in loving deeply, there's a lot of emotion that actually should be present in, in a time like this. If there's not, that's not healthy. That's not, that's, you know. And so we feel a lot of different emotions and, and joy and at the same time sorrow. So how many of you know that pastors are people too? <laughs> I mean, we're not like super men and women up here that don't ever feel. And, but what we are, we're, we're wanting to lead well by example. And that's why we're doing this today. That's why we've rolled out such, such a, you know, 
communications process to our church because this is a major leader within our house. And the original plan was to go back to New Jersey, not expand and do ministry within the region. You know, And I want to say to you, again, as your pastor, that this was a Jehovah sneaky <laughs> strategy at work. It really was because I saw how they walked this out. They walked it out with integrity. And, and let, me, let me give you two more insights as we close in the team. The band comes back up. If you think about when Samuel came on staff three years ago, two major thoughts come to my mind. Number one, if he would have stepped into senior leadership in any church, whether it was in New Jersey in a church plant or with what's busy getting ready to happen here within the region, a church that needs a pastor, we've talked about this. The preparation for his heart to be as successful as he could have been more than likely wouldn't have transpired like it did with him being on our team. Come on, God is out for the good of the kingdom. Okay? Like, it's important. Listen, you got to hear this. Jesus said, if you steward the keys of my kingdom, which is what you're responsible for, I, Jesus said, will build my church. Okay? And the second thing is, is that with what's happening in South Florida, with Church United, which began three years ago when he came on the team, So much of the weirdness that's been in the body of Christ of comparison and competition of our little thiefdoms called the the little churches of God within a bigger kingdom of God have been dismantled. And that's really good news for the revival that God wants to bring to South Florida. Come on, you should be given a bigger hand clap of praise for that. Listen. This is real life in the kingdom of God. Church United, we are believing the Lord and we are praying for the, the, the expansion of Christ followers in South Florida going from 3%, which is where it's at right now, 3% of our 6 million population are committed Christ followers in South Florida. If that goes to 6%, which is our initial goal in Church United, that Think about this with me. That means every current church in the region is going to double in its size of people. Are we ready for that? Are we ready for that? Are there the right leaders? Are there good leaders in place to sustain this move of God which is on us right now? Listen to my words. This move of God is on us right as we speak. And we are busy as the harbor behind the scenes preparing for this by putting healthy ministry in place, healthy leaders in place, healthy systems and structures in place because we're anticipating multitudes to come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. If you believe that, say amen. Okay? So if we're going to see other leaders raised up, why not two of our best friends from this house as we send our best? As I, listen, two, two thoughts real quick. As I was thinking about this, I was asking the Lord, wow, this, this is different than we originally anticipated. And you know what Holy Spirit said? He said, Darren, sometimes your excess, because we have so many leaders here, so many. One thing we're not short on is leaders. We may need more tithers. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That is so bad. Took that little moment. But it was good. Come on. But what we do have is we have leaders. 
And he said, sometimes your excess is someone else's necessity. We had dreams before we planted this church of this loaf of bread. And this hand would come and grab pieces off of that loaf and cast it into the water. And every time it did, the loaf got bigger. That's how Jesus works as he expands his kingdom. Come on. Come on. Come on. There's breath in the lungs of the church again. The church in South Florida is alive, and it's not only alive, it's getting ready to thrive like never before. And this is a spiritual moment. So let me give you just some practice as we go back into this worship song. We've been rolling out communication. Please hear our hearts. We know for most of you in this room, you're hearing this for the first time. It's okay to sit with this and process this. Okay? I want to have those that um, are on our staff, our executive team, our internal board, our advisory board for ministry, our advisory board for finances, and our core team leaders who were here yesterday. Could you guys just stand and then remain standing as we go into worship? I I want you to look around at all of these friends that are standing. We, Samuel and I, Ariel and Wendy, have had conversations personally and publicly with all of these people that you see standing right now before today. And they're available for you if you need someone to talk to, okay? Because the narrative that we shared today, this is the narrative of what's happening in this transition, okay? So Samuel is going to help us to to make all the practice happen through the end of this month, and then we're going to have a special just prayer of blessing and release on the the 30th of June, although his staffing doesn't fully end until the end of August, because Alan Platt, when he was helping us in the process, he said, hey, what's the best time to transition? And he asked Samuel that. Samuel said, listen, it's the fall. It's when everything kicks back off. It's the best time for him to be in place in a church if by God's grace that can happen. And so we reversed engineered to this moment, okay? So here's what I want to ask you. Like, let's be praying for our friends for two things. For that church to open up that God has, number one, and for their hearts, Wendy and I have transitioned, and it is filled with tons of emotion. And trust me, the enemy is there whispering, what are you doing? Is this the right decision? Is there really going to be a church? Is this all going to work out? Come on, family. We're going to cover these friends. Amen? So could you all stand? Let's all stand as we, as we go into this, this final song, just reminding us as we sing it, that the life of God is within our lungs. It's Jesus who lives on the inside of us, okay? And we're going to pray, and we'll all exit the stage. But if we could just lift up a couple of choruses of this song before we leave, and we'll have our intercessors down here if any of you guys need anyone to talk to. If you don't know Jesus, hopefully the love of God that's here today, that's even been demonstrated on on this stage, would be an example for you to come and say, hey, I want to know this one that you guys are serving. Maybe, maybe there's something in your heart. Maybe you've been hurt by church stuff in the past. Maybe you have something stirring in you for the future and you feel transition in your life. Maybe with the announcement of this, you're feeling, oh my God, if, 
if these friends are transitioning out, maybe what does God have for me to do here in this community? You know, God's got stuff in you. Listen, every time any leader vacates, people rise. Vacation, more rise. That's how it happens in the kingdom of God. All right? And so God's got something for you right now. He's promoting everybody in this season. Trust me. You, if you're not moving forward, something's wrong. You need to progress from glory to glory to glory. What's your assignment? What's in you? What have you been waiting on? What have you been kind of taking your time? Listen, let the Holy Spirit provoke you. And what God has for you, step up. It's a moment. Revival is on. It's time now for us to proceed forward. Come on. Worship is going to be the portion over Fort Lauderdale. This fortress of praise, it is the portion that God has for Broward County. And then it's going to spill out, trust me, into West Palm Beach, into Miami-Dade. The hour is now. We have to get ready. Let's pray. Father, would you come today and inspire our hearts, remind our hearts that your breath that was breathed into the lungs of Adam so long ago has now been given to Jesus to breathe into us through the person of the Holy Spirit. God, life is on the move. Your kingdom is ever increasing, never decreasing. Just sit on that for a minute. Ever increasing, never decreasing. You are on the move in this region, in the hearts over those in this room, in the hearts of those that will listen to this over our podcast. Holy Spirit, come. Come on, let's just lift our hands for just a minute if you would join me. Holy Spirit, come and begin to take everything to a greater level in the earth right now. Begin to raise up people all over this room, all over this region, all over our nation. God, we need you in this moment in human history. It's our time. We have been born for such a time as this, God, and we will not sit back. We will not shrink back, but we will step forward with boldness. Thank you for Samuel and Ariel who have felt courageousness to just step out of what you originally placed in their hearts. We celebrate that, Jesus. Come and have your way. Let the breath of God flow here in this moment. In Jesus' name, we're going to have Katie sing out. Listen, you are officially dismissed. We know parents have to get their kids, but hang out as long as you'd like. Let's lift this up to Jesus as we go. God bless you guys.